0: Six thirty, Chad afternoons with Jalen Nye weekdays at two on Six Thirty, Chad. Another warning has been sounded about the spread of wild pigs across the prairies, and especially if they make their way into cities like Edmonton. Last year, a group of pigs called a sounder—that's what they're called—that uh, group of pigs was found in Elk Island National Park, and last week there was a sighting east of Ardrossan. Our next guest says without any intervention, they will cause real problems if they decide to make Edmonton home. Dr. Ryan Brook is an associate professor in the Saskatchewan College of Agriculture Agriculture and uh, Bioresources at the University of Saskatchewan. Dr. Brook is also the mastermind behind the pig-plotted map for locating wild pigs, wild boars on Google Earth. Uh, Ryan, welcome back to the show Hi, Jaylene. Nice to talk with you again. Hey, how often, how many times a day do you get asked about bacon? Why can't we just hunt them and make bacon? (laughs)
1: <laughs> yeah we get that a lot for a lot of years and uh, unfortunately the the response that I always say is you cannot barbecue your way out of a wild pig problem unfortunately and uh, a lot of people would love to love to see hunters take care of it but unfortunately in this particular case that's just not the option
0: no and and, and, and from what I understand the, the option is as oftentimes if, if they're they're hunted um, they become even more adept at eluding
1: uh, humans. That's exactly right. And they become more nocturnal. Uh Uh, They hide under heavy cover. And uh, when you shoot at them, sometimes it'll break up groups and spread them further afield. And so, unfortunately, not only does it not help to sport hunt them, it actually can make the problem much worse
0: Mm. so Ryan you know last we talked um and the reason I think we talked was uh because there was this this sounder this group of of these wild pigs that was spotted in Elk Island National Park that was back in October so we're looking like six seven months ago I think what are the what are the sightings now from that area and in moving closer into and around Edmonton
1: Well, the reality is across the the prairies, we're just seeing more and more locations Mm. as they continue to spread into new areas. And unfortunately, this is exactly what pigs do everywhere else on the planet when they're released as they spread like wildfire and they increase and six young per litter, multiple litters per year, they can, you know, an adult male can cover 400 plus square kilometres in the summer and females, you know, in the order of two to 300 square kilometres, so they're high movers, they're smart, they eat virtually anything that's out there available to them and so they are in a lot of ways the ultimate uh, invasive species, unfortunately. So we're seeing some sightings around elk island park uh, quite a lot the real hot spot in alberta is north and west of Edmonton and we see that wave moving slowly more and more uh, closer to Edmonton so that that is a point of major concern.
0: So you know you have been quoted and I think the last time we talked uh, you said hey it's it's a good thing that Alberta has a has a strategy to to deal with this I think it was last May the Alberta Invasive Species Council launched the uh, squeal on pigs uh, campaign seeking tips but you're suggesting that cities like Edmonton need to to come up with a plan as well why is
1: that well uh, pigs are well known wild pigs like this are well known to become established in urban areas and so you look at a city like Berlin in Europe and they have huge populations of pigs that live right in these major large cities And the southern US has very similar issues and of course the problems are different they're getting into traffic they're getting into people's prize rose bushes and gardens and of course you know, wandering past schools and things. And so there are different kinds of risks and impacts in in urban areas, but also the challenges of how to find and remove them change because you can't, of course, uh, you know, be running around discharging firearms in uh, populated areas. And so that limits the tools and changes the tools you have to use to, to deal with them. And, and, yeah, they're a major problem. I've traveled around many different countries looking at wild pigs, and most of them have urban wild pig problems.
0: Was The United States has uh, some big issues with wild pigs as well, and the amount of damage that is reported every year, what about $2.5 billion in damage every year?
1: Yep, that's correct. And, wow. and that is... Uh, yeah, and that doesn't count impacts at risk from disease, environmental impacts. They get into wetlands and water systems, and they they contaminate water supplies, and they eat all manner of species at risk, from small reptiles to amphibians, uh, and they can take down an adult white-tailed deer. And so huh. the impacts that they have on ecosystems is not something we want to ignore, especially when you have such a beautiful river valley in uh, edmonton i would hate to see that under threat from uh, established wild pigs
0: and ryan you went exactly where i wanted you to go because i wanted to ask you about that you know the type of damage what could happen if uh some sounders of of pigs got into
1: the river valley well of course as i mentioned the impacts and risks of you know you don't want to be out biking and rollerblading or walking (laughs) with your family and run into a A large sounder of pigs that, you know, I have photos of uh, some sounders that weigh more than an F-150 pickup truck combined. And so they're not a fun thing to run into uh, during the day or certainly, goodness, at night. But the impacts are broad. There are concerns about them, you know, killing and eating pets, which we know can happen because they will eat anything there are also all this environmental damage and so you have deer in the valley and they will feed away on on plants and you'll barely notice that impact pigs are rooters they get their nose into the ground and they Mm -hmm. tear it up and so, after even a small group of pigs in one evening, it looks like somebody went with a rototiller <laughs> and just tore that ground up. And so, the recovery is much slower. It uh, you know creates opportunities for invasive plants to move in, and it just doesn't look good at all.
0: What about you? And You've touched uh, on this briefly, but the damage to 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 waterways, the damage to to to, to water areas. I mean, because they're well, they're they. Can, they can cause a lot of issues there with uh, parasites and stuff.
1: Yes, they uh, they don't have sweat glands like humans, and so to cool off, they... They soak in water and they wallow in the mud. And uh, when they do that, that works well for them to cool off. But the problem is they defecate in that water. And so you have E. coli, you have salmonella, mm. you have all of these microorganisms that can infect humans and can infect pets. And then, of course, they just churn up that water. And so what was beautiful, clean, clear water mm. becomes muddy and smelly and, and you know full of phosphorus and just a, a long list of nasty things you do not want.
0: And Dr. Ryan Brooke joining me this afternoon uh, from the University of uh, Saskatchewan. Why why do you think that a lot of municipalities don't seem to be paying attention to this when it's right on
1: our doorstep? It's a tough one for us we've been at this uh, i've been studying this for over 12 years now and it has been very slow i will say in the last two years i think we've seen a lot of change i think alberta has really stepped up uh, in a lot of ways leading the charge and as you say the the squeal on pigs program is so great that you do you can call and report them and so lots of positives i think it's been a difficult one in part because they are out of sight out of mind people mm-hmm. aren't seeing them and we see this in urban areas we see this in rural areas where you talk to people and they say, well, you know, that's fine, Ryan, but we don't have pigs around here. And I said, well, I'm sorry, but we actually have three GPS-coloured pigs, literally in your back 40, uh, that have been living there for the last four months and they didn't know. And so uh, they are so elusive and so smart and so nocturnal that a lot of people have them and have no idea. So yeah, if it's not right there seeing it, it's an easy thing to be unaware of or to ignore.
0: Yeah, so how, how would, would how would a city handle it you know if if the issue isn't like right on your doorstep right now but planning it what would they plan for how would they how would they plan for an issue as as these animals move closer
1: I think certainly awareness and education is part of it. Having people know what, you know, then this is what squeal on pigs is all about, is spreading the word that pigs are bad, because some people might see, and I know lots of people have seen them in various places, and said, oh, that was bizarre. I didn't (laughs) know that was a thing, but who cares, right? It's just another wildlife. Well, you need to know, these are serious invasive species. They can be a risk to, you know, public safety, Um, but also, I think, being proactive in, in developing a strategy before, not after trying to scramble and deal with it and you know you saw this in the the greater Toronto area just before Christmas there was a 14 wild pigs running around the greater Toronto area a much larger urban area and and you know they had some plans in place and they already had a strategy and so they were able to respond they tried a whole bunch of different baits. They got those pigs in a trap and removed them, and so they they responded very, very well. Um, but if you don't have a strategy or you're shocked, you're on your heels and you sort of you don't have a good response so i think coming up with a, a strategy working with the province around you know having traps available and that immediate response is critical mm. uh and and we're big advocates of trail cameras both urban and rural and we have uh, we have several dozen around the city of saskatoon here where i am looking for pigs actively already and certainly having that network of trail cameras uh, to detect them, having a you know the squeal on pigs where there's a phone number. Okay, I saw a pig, I'm calling it in right away, and then that absolute rapid response is so critical. You can't wait a month. You can't have a couple of committee meetings and yeah. debate it. You need to it's sort of like I mean, we literally need, uh, and or sort of have with squeal on pigs this idea that it's the 911 for pigs, and and that works. That only works when you have a really rapid response because these things can be uh, reproduced you know three months three weeks three days wow. 115 days and all of a sudden they're they're putting another litter of pigs on the landscape so time they're is busy is so critical they are very they're busy wild, wild pigs are very much a love the one you're with sort of species <laughs> And so uh, you know any other type of pig whether it's a domestic pig or even a pot pig which people are more and more having as pigs these will all cross-breed All right. One
0: more question before I have to let you go. Are there any predators, uh, natural predators to the pig, to to these wild pigs? Are are there animals out there that will take them down?
1: Well, that's a fantastic question. We know in their native range that wolves will take them down. The problem, of course, across mm-hmm. much of the Canadian prairies is that there is, was a very concerted effort to remove all the wild, wild wolves and top predators and bears. So you don't see black bears wandering around uh, to all that, you know, certainly in the downtown area of, uh, of Edmonton or other cities. And so There are some predators of all of the work we've done over 12 years. I'm only aware of one case of predation by wolves on pigs. So it's probably rare. Um, It's possible. Will a few predators reduce or eliminate wild pigs? Probably not.
0: Mm, Fascinating stuff. All right, Ryan, maybe someone will listen to you sooner or later here. Thank you for this. (laughs) Always appreciate your time.
1: Take good care. Yeah,
0: you take care now. Dr. Ryan Brooke checking in this afternoon on the concerns once again as uh you know, as these wild pigs move closer and closer to Edmonton and he's saying, Hey, you know what? You gotta have a plan, people.